we have a winner in Norway, and we have the final lineup for the Sweden's national final. Not the final lineup, but it's something. And we will preview the songs that are chosen for the final um, for Sweden. And we're going to put a little review on um, Norway's national final. Intros are hard, okay? We have uh, a winner in, in, not Sweden, in Norway. Um, It's, I can't pronounce her name, but the song is Attention. I mean, how do you feel about the grand final itself? Um, so the grand final performances, there were a few interesting ones that we got to see. Um, it's been long enough now that I'm having trouble fully remembering what I felt in the moment, but, (laughs) um, I do have to say like all of the ones that went to the final, there were some really interesting and cool acts. Um, as we'd mentioned before, I was sort of hoping for Mm. one last time or, um, the song by Akuvi, which I still cannot properly pronounce. Yeah. Um, I liked both those songs. Both those songs were there. But they didn't make it to the second round of voting. I know. Oof. Like, stabbed me through the heart. Oh, yeah. Um, It was weird because the televoting was down. So, Norway had a jury of, um, a jury, um, the songs to go to the second round. Um, so they chose Wild Attention and um, two other songs, um, but not the one... Adele ripoff. Yeah, Which one um, was that? Sorry, I shouldn't um, say ripoff. No, yeah, um, <laughs> Pray for Me and uh, there was another I, one and um, I am gay. Oh yeah, which which is weird because all. Uh, all of Norway knew that one last time was like a clear favorite, but the jury chose I'm gay opposed to one last time. Yeah, this might be another instance where the jury has a very different oh, yeah. uh, response to songs than yeah. the general public does. Here is the song from Norway. It's, I'm not mad at that one, but I'm not over excited that one. Yeah, I, it, I mean, it's a solid performance. It's definitely the kind of song that you could see being successful as a Eurovision entrant. Yeah. But I just was a little disappointed that um, one of the other songs that I really enjoyed didn't make it. Um. Particularly because I enjoy a gimmick. I'm sorry. I love the gimmick. And I get that not everybody can get behind that. But I just really liked One Last Time. Do you think that Norway is going to qualify to the grand final on in Eurovision? Granted, um, I know we haven't 
you viewed or listened to the other songs yet, but... Yeah, I mean, I do know that some people highly favor this song when it first uh, became a finalist. Um, people were really excited about it, so it is possible, but we're still fairly early yeah. into um, like understanding what entrants there are. Um, I'd say it's a solid middle ground for now. But do you think they have a chance of qualifying? I'm not great with statistics. I would say... There's always a chance. Okay. <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah, okay. Now we go to the Sweden for their 10-week show. It's like six weeks. Um, and we saw all four semifinals. Um, what do you think of... This is your first time uh, watching any of uh, Sweden's national final. What do you think about it? It is kind of interesting. Um, it's definitely much bigger than Norway. Um, and much more involved, um, especially because the hosts seem to be such an integrated part of it. Yeah. So it is, it's sort of entertaining. They have skits. They perform songs towards the end to make time for people to vote. Um, so I can imagine this is like a much bigger pop culture phenomenon oh, yeah. in that country. Oh, yeah. Um, so it has been super interesting to watch. It is longer, <laughs> but they do have more songs in each, um, uh, semifinals. Yeah. Semifinal. Yeah. So. Instead of uh, four, we have a uh, six. Oh no. Seven, seven. It, yeah. Seven. Yeah. So the, it's slightly more music just in general, which actually sort of, my colander brain tends to forget more of the songs because of that, just because you're kind of inundated with a yeah. lot of music. Um, but it has been super entertaining. Like the quality of the productions is super, super high. Um, you can kind of see uh, what it would look like, these performances on the stage um, at the Eurovision Song Contest. So. Yeah. Well, we have songs from a uh, semi-final one, the winners of semi-final one, uh, the Mamas and Robin. Benson. So here is the mamas singing Move. Yeah, I was I was um surprised that they made it to the final, I thought there were going to be a second chance song, but you know, um, I I I like it. Um, it's a bit of a gospel pop. Yeah, I like it also. Um, I was really glad it made it to the finals. This is actually one of my favorite songs so far, and we've seen quite a bit of music. Um, so I'm excited to see. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I'm excited to see how it. Um, goes up against the finalists yeah well um then we have robert robin bensing with take a chance
this is the well we we called it the soccer song yeah it definitely has the vibe of a guy who uh is perfectly happy to just sort of stalk a girl and expect her to like take a chance when he hasn't even spoken to her yet yeah and you here's these songs a lot in Eurovision, but mainly in Swin, you hear those. Yeah, there are. There is this like romantic notion that if a guy invests some time in you, you're sort of obligated to take a look at him. And <laughs> I mean, because he invested all that time in you. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it's one of those songs that the writers, um. In the pre-video said, um, that sounds like Ed Sheeran. Yeah. I mean, there there is a certain amount of, like, male pop music yeah. in there. Um, well, all the uh, writers always, um, in the pre-videos for all the songs, always uh, had... I think they had to um, compare their song to a proper, popular artist because we had a couple um, insurance, a couple of um, Billy Irish. Yeah, it seems like they take an example of a currently popular artist and sort of, based on the genre, compare them. Although sometimes I'm a little dubious about their comparisons. Yeah, it's... When they say uh, Billy uh, Irish, um, I hear none of that in their song. Yeah, every time they reference it, it's usually in conjunction with like, oh, it's a little bit edgy as opposed to her actual musical style. Yeah. Which I was like, there are many other artists that you could reference that potentially could represent that. Or um, the winner or one of the songs from semi-final four what uh, it was um a bit of a mumford and sons and a bit of a a beachy oh yeah 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 you also see mumford and some sons quite a bit yeah um that country pop vibe mm -hmm. um speaking of which um the next song is uh anna i think it's bergendahl um song is kingdom come before we get to that um if you know if you follow television oh no oh, wow i'm old now like nine ten years ago she is the only swedish um artist to go to eurovision not qualified to the final um, people thought her music career was over. Um, she released once album was okay, and I don't think it sold that much. Um, and then she quit the music scene, and she, I think she went to med school. But there, here is the non qualifier. Of Sweden from 2011 is Anna Bergendahl with Kingdom Come. It she she is in the final of of uh, 
Swain's National Final. It's good. I don't think it's going to like win the national final. Uh, as long as I don't think that she's a contender in that aspect. Yeah, I don't know. I So when I first heard this song, I wasn't quite sure what to expect from it. But I have found over time that it's grown on me quite a bit. Um, I think it has a strong um, like aesthetic to it. Yeah. Um, and a good beat. It and, is poppy. It yeah. is Eurovision. Mm-hmm, definitely. So um, I could see it doing all right. Yeah, and one of the uh, one of the main writers is your guy, um, Thomas um, Jitsung, um, the guy with the long hair who wrote Euphoria and like fifty other Eurovision songs. Um, so he knows what Eurovision is, what they're looking for. So. She might win, but I don't think she's going to win, but she has a chance. Next up, we have Daughter with Bulletproof. I don't know what to say about this song, so I'll let you be the judges it. I'm not bulletproof. I'm not bulletproof. Oh yeah, yeah. She is one of the like three um, bookie favorites to win the um, contest. Um, she's um, the song is really popular with the fans right now. Um, so we we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean it's it's an okay song. I it was not my favorite by far, but um, her gimmick is strong. Yes. So for those who haven't seen it, um, we, we will link to the video. But essentially, she has like a disco ball on her shirt, and she uses that to reflect the lasers. Um, the light. The light. Yes. Well, I mean, yes. And I, I imagine it's supposed to represent like the scope of a gun, but I have no idea. I. It was supposed to be on her heart, and then it moved around her chest. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the point of it is. Um, if it's to blind the audience members in the first like three rows, then yeah, it's going to... Total success. Yeah. <laughs> um, then we have... Mapompi. Ah, God, that name is hard. Um, but not as hard as a last name. But um, his song is Winners. Um, he took part in last year's final. He made it to the final. Um, he got I think fourth, like pop, pop, top five. Um, he's hoping for another top five. Um. Pretty sure he's hoping to win this year, but here's the song winners. 
Now, if you ask me, he's not going to win. Um, yeah, probably not. It's it's a fairly solid song. But again, this is another one of those uh, male singer who is trying to convince a woman who maybe has either not indicated interest or has turned somebody down to be yeah. in a relationship with them. And then, you know, when we watched this, um, all I said was... His song is second chance at best, um, but he I know he has a ne- name recognition. He was part of last year's final, so I get why he made it to the final. But I, it's one of those songs. I ask why. Yeah, I mean his voice is really great. Yeah. Um. So I could see maybe if the song was different, him being successful, but. I just didn't particularly think the song was um, a finalist. Yeah, it's not Eurovision uh, song. But we have my favorite. Um, I want her to, I think she's going to win, but knowing the other finalists, she's going to get, I'm hoping for like a top five. Mariette with Shout It Out. Yeah, I think top five uh, out of like ten, it's mid-table, but it's a catchy pop song. Um, I know you don't like the uh, her um, gimmick of a Qatar. Um, so th- this yeah. is only like it could have been a very successful gimmick, but the one thing that I really need from a gimmick is for it to actually have something to do with the song. And so part of me was like so resentful that when she had this guitar, electric guitar lowered in front of her and she starts to play, no sound comes out. And I was like, at least have background music that is related to the electric guitar. Um, but aside from that. She's uh, rocking out. Definitely. But not actually. <laughs> like, I don't know. I hate to be such a literal person, but I was just like, I just, I needed something. Um. So it it is a fairly like poppy, catchy song that I could see people like really feeling good. The lyrics are a little incomprehensible to me, but yeah, I tend to obsess over those <laughs> things a little bit. So, uh, but yeah, I I think it will probably not be the final like the finalist to Eurovision. Yeah, but it is a solid song. And then we have from semifinal four, we have. Victor Crony with Troubled Waters. He represented uh, Sonia last year with um, Storm and was, I, he got, don't know what placing, but like it's bomb 10. So it he's okay. Um, this is uh, Troubled Waters.
that is a song that the writers um described as from um Mumford and Sons meets a beachy. I guess it makes sense. We had talked to it does have a very similar vibe to that Avicii remix of Hey Brother. Yeah. Um sure. Um during the uh the first part of the song, um he's lying on the L L E D screen and all you see because he's wearing a black shirt, all you see is his head. It's a floating head. Yeah. And that continues for like 30 seconds or until this chorus starts. And I don't, I don't know who, who on this production team said that was a good idea to have a floating, floating head as the start of the song. That's the first thing people would remember remember yeah i don't know if it's the way that just the camera continually framed him they clearly put a lot of thought into the visuals because they had this like pouring rain yeah type of thing where he put his hand up and it was like he was cutting off the rain with his hand but yeah that was a little jarring when you're like there's just this singing floating head yeah um then the last um Winner from a uh, semifinal four is Hannah Farm, firm, with a uh, brave. Um, she is one of the top um, three to um, uh, songs to win the the contest with the boogies. Um, here is brave. Um, only thing I can think of when I hear the song is, uh, see, uh, Sarah Bialis songs, Brave. Yeah. I, I don't know if there's like, oh, it's really hard to rhyme the word brave. Yeah. So we're going to wind up with very, very similar lyrics in any song that's called brave or what? Um, so it's like a different theme, but well, not really actually. Yeah. Um. (laughs) What do you um, think it's, well, it's a good song, and it was a weak semifinal, so I I see why it went through. Um, I don't see why it's the absolute favorite to um, win it all. Yeah, I mean, I understand that there tends to be people enjoy Technopop, Um and tend to send that to the finals, yeah. but just because, <laughs> like, I recently heard uh, Euphoria <laughs> on my playlist, and Again? I was like, oh, comparatively, this is not as good a techno pop song, even though it's it's kind of different, but I don't know. I, I don't think it's particularly a strong song, even compared to some of the other songs that have been presented in this final, so we'll have to see. I could be wrong, but people do seem to love it. 
Yeah, um, actually, she's uh, sep- second place, um, 17% to uh, uh, chance to win the um, the final. Um, but Dollar with uh, Bulletproof is the clear favorite, for, and she has a 35% chance, co- according to the... Um, odds makers that she has a 35% chance to uh, win it all. Um, you know, the the mamas are there in uh, the top four. Mike Song, um, shout out, is in seventh place with a <laughs> 4% chance to win. So I'm, I'm going to be uh, rooting for her, but I'm not going to expect anything that, yeah. I mean, there are some strong songs that aren't as high that were second chancers. Yeah. And I wonder if just because they're second chancers currently, the odds are more against them. Yeah. It, um, they've been doing um, the second chance for about more than 10 years. And in that 10 years, um, only one song had um, one from the second chance. Um, that song actually beat Heartbreak Hotel. So, <laughs> based on the odds I'm showing you now, do you agree with them or do you not agree? Well, like I can understand why. <laughs> I do not agree. Yeah. Um, I do. I don't know. Like I. Like, all of the ones that are at the top tend to be more like they have a solid beat, um, either tend to be upbeat or have an emotional message. Um, in fact, a little bit of the angsty ones are more towards the top this time. Sweden might be going through their uh, emo phase. Who, who knows? <laughs> um, but I do, uh, I do enjoy some of the other songs more. Well... Let's take a uh, a look at the second chance because we are we have time. And um, the way the second chance works, there are four duels for um, two songs each, and the winner of that duel wins goes to the final. So four songs go through to the final. So let's see where we where we predict or who we predict will go to the final in in uh, the duels. That was a uh, duel one. Who think? Who do you think it's gonna go? The rap song or the ballad thing? I mean, that's a tough choice because they're such different songs. Um, although I, I have to say, the rap one makes me happy, so <laughs> I'm more drawn towards that myself. That was the song we thought was the strongest song out of that semifinal. Um, I'm. I'm so surprised that they um, 
sent the sweetest people said that to the second chance. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we have a dual two. Personally, I want that duel to end up in a tie, so no one goes. <laughs> yeah, n- neither of these would be my favorite pick. Um, I-, I think if one of them had to come up on top, Ballerina's probably more likely to do so based on the other ones that have gone to finals. Yeah. Because um, Talking My Sleep was solid, but it's a very low-key song compared to some of the other ones. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, neither of them was my favorite, and I was actually a little surprised because there was a different song that I wanted to go to the finals instead of Ballerina. Yeah. Um, that section where when we watch it, I'm going to call it the bathroom break and the get food for break because <laughs> I, I don't like Ballerina, and talking in my sleep is too slow for me to even care about so yeah so now we go oh well well if you had to choose one you said ballerina right yeah that would be my best guess yeah i yeah i I think so yeah so now we go to dual um three here we go You know, that duel is clear of what song is going to go through. Is it? Do you, do you think Voice with Emotions are is going to fail against We Are One? No. No, see? Yeah, I mean, it, so We Are One feels like it's constructed through a lot of things that would be popular in Eurovision. Um but Boys with Emotion is the song that made it onto my my phone so that I can listen to it again. Like, it's another one of those where the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, I'm not sure where this is going. But it is super solid and catchy. Yeah, it has, it has a good beat. Um, with with um, We Are One, it's... I mean, the old Eurovision fan in me likes the song. But the new Eurovision fan in me, or the more modern one, it's dated. It's it's dated. It's she, she. You can see she has passion when she sings, but it's not gonna go. That that passion isn't gonna carry her to the final. 
Yeah, there were a handful of songs um, throughout the finals that really just felt like they were of a time or like dated a bit. And this was one of them Um, where I could see it um, for a particular uh, artist being like a dance hit. But compared to all of the other entrants, I don't think it'll come out particularly strong. Yeah, um, so we both say Boys With Emotions is going to go through. Um, So we have now Duel 4. Here we go. So, do you think it's going to go through um, duel number four? I think it's going to be the the closest duel of both of them, of all, all of four of them. Um, I think probably Vamos Amigos is a little bit stronger. Um, <laughs> I did not love the other one. Um. Since it's the last duel, um, in the past two years, since they they started the dueling system, um, the last one is going to be song number 10, so they're going to close out the show. So, based on that, I think the Swedish one, or... The one sung in Swedish is gonna go through, cause like um like I said when we watched it um it's gimmicky um and Swedes love their gimmick songs. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, it, it's totally possible that that would be the case. I just felt like that particular song. They worked really hard on, um, I guess, building the gimmick, but it somewhat lacked charm for me. It felt a little too simplistic and a little too on the nose in a way that irritated me a bit. <laughs> yeah, um, but you can say also that Vamos Amigos is also a um, big gimmick song. It has almost the same gimmick they have, you know, everyone getting together and Partying, partying, um, so. True, I guess it's just different time periods, if one would imagine. Yeah. I don't know, I just felt that the other one was uh, much more simplistic, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, I've all, so we heard all the songs vying for the final or twin. Um, do you think that Sweden has a um, a potential winning song uh, in their lineup. I mean, they always have a good sense uh, for sending forth competitive songs. And so I think it's highly likely 
that the final selection will be one that can be competitive in Eurovision. Um, the truth is I, I just don't have much of a feeling about other countries because we still don't know a lot about what's going to be out there. Um, but I, I would say there's always a good chance that Sweden's going to do well. Yeah, I uh, out of all the songs, I I don't think that um, any one of these are is going to win and not make it to the final. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, unless they pick that song you hate. So, I mean, what could never tell? But it's it's really tough for uh, certain types of gimmicky songs yeah. not to. Uh, do poorly, I guess. Since we're gonna we're gonna come back in two weeks, um, who do you think is gonna win Sweden's national final? Oof. Um. Uh, this is a tough choice. So it neither of them is my favorite, but I could see Kingdom Come or. Bulletproof do really well. Yeah, um, I'm. I always said my uh, favorite is shout um shout out, but I think um bulletproof would win it all, and make it to the final of um Eurovision. Since we have some more time on the night of um of the grand final of Sweden's national final. Denmark is also having their selection show. You haven't heard the songs, right? Nope. So let me show you the re the recap of Denmark's songs of the of uh, Denmark's ten songs that are trying to go to the Eurovision. Interesting. Honestly, what have we got 
So I'm definitely going to have to take a closer look at it, um, especially because I haven't seen any of those prior to this. <laughs> yep. Um, I mean, there were a small handful that I think represent like the typical sound of Eurovision, um, like the first and the third one. Um, and then I sort of lost track on what number we were on. True. And I don't have a pen to note names. <laughs> Just so I'm thoroughly unprepared to make an assessment. Um, well, I have the uh, betting odds here, and with a 35% chance, is Ben and Tan, Ben and Tan, and uh, Tan with yes. Um, that was the first song. Okay. Um, human was the um sounded like was like off the coast of Greece. That um sound. I but, so I did take note of that one yeah. when I was listening to it because it does have a a sort of strong beat. I mean, these rankings aren't shocking to me based on just the little snippet that I heard of the songs. Um. And don't worry. Um, as soon as we finish the uh, Sweden International Final, we're going to go straight to uh, Denmark. So <laughs> something to look forward yeah. to. Yeah. So, um, like last week, we're gonna have like six hours of a uh, Eurovision stuff. So. Oh, good. <laughs> and we make time for Eurovision. Oh yeah, um, but we don't have time for um. Ellie's national final for six hours of nothing. If you if you've seen uh Sun Remo, you would know what I'm talking about. Um, two songs an hour for like twenty songs. It it's yeah. Yeah, I think the best we could do is maybe review the finalists. Now. They already chose their song, so... Oh, well then, never mind. But but we can talk about the final, like, the chosen one. The chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> the one that was chosen. If you want, we could watch like all right. s- six hours of Sun Remo with no sub- um, subtitles because I tried the, um, what we do for, um, Sweden and Norway, the subtitle, subtitles don't translate on Google Chrome. Oof. Yeah, I'll take a hard pass. 
I mean, it's already such a big time investment. I I know enough Spanish that I could just get myself into trouble, but not enough that I could fully understand what was going on. So I'm going to say probably not a great idea, especially because the songs, there's so few of them compared to the actual time commitment. Yeah. Um, I already showed you um, Ringo Starr. So that's... That's your favorite. Yeah. So one, but I know, I know... Um, Italy likes sending ballads, so it's. I'm so I'm so mad about that. <laughs> and next week, um, there's a second chance round. Estonia is having their final, and uh, Iceland is having their final. I haven't heard any of the Icelandic songs, but um. I'm pretty sure, it, unless they change the rules, it's all in uh, Icelandic, um, all songs, and then they translate it into English. Interesting. Yeah. Um, we are going into the final um, weeks of um, at national finals. Um, yeah. When we come back in two weeks, we have um, all the songs would be presented um, from um, Portugal, Finland, um, UK is actually um, the UK is um, revealing their, um, their their song um, on Thursday, the twenty seventh. So they're partnering up with um record label B um M D. Um it's a famous record label and they have like song um artists like um Ed Sheeran and I think um they have famous artists. Um associated with the uh, label. So we might be getting a um, famous artist or a um, or a up a up and coming artist. Um, I know the uh, UK fans are hoping for a uh, an uh, ex established artist. What way do you think that the UK is going to go? Um, I don't know. They have tended not to send established artists in the past. Yeah. Um, but it might be an interesting um competition because I think one of the countries has sending is it Australia Hoover Phonic, which is also an established band. Oh, um, that's Belgium. Ah, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, you could see two very established bands duel it out if they decided just to go with somebody who's well-established in the industry. Um, but based on past odds, they probably won't. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think they're going to go with a, um, up and coming artist that's going to get them like bomb five. Um, Oof. I know. I mean, sad, but realistic. Yeah. Um, if he, they go with a, uh, it, 
and established artist, um, the song better be good. I mean, one would hope. They would be sticking um, their rep- reputation on it. So, um, also, um, Katrina from uh, K- Katrina and the Waves, she, she um, uh, put in a uh, song for the BBC to consider mm-hmm. to uh, give their artists. Um, no one knows who who's writing the song. No one knows who um, the artist is. Um, but hopefully not someone. It could be an established artist. But knowing the uh, BBC, we hope that it's not going to be a um, a old artist like they had hit records in the eighties or seventies. Yeah, they have since some um, well established and beloved artists who were of a specific time, um, so didn't have a lot of modern hits. Yeah. Um, um, Ankobert Humberg Think and uh, Bonnie Tyler are. Um, prime examples. Yeah. Um, they had, they were um, loved in the 80s, 70s, but when they went to the origin in t- 2012 and like 2016, bomb five for both. So, yeah, Eurovision doesn't tend to be a competition that values nostalgia very yeah. much. So, I mean, I could see the calculation that maybe they, because of their recognition, they might um, gain some traction. But overall, it tends not to be very successful. Yeah, um, they sent blue, but they had more recent hits. Um, they sent blue in two thousand and 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 eleven, and their their uh, hit single was five years before that or seven years before that so they the the uh, public knew who they were so that I don't know I'm I, I just want the UK to do good I want them to actually send the artists that can do them proud I guess I just don't want a Bomb five finish again. Yeah, I mean that is kind of rough. To be fair, they probably all do them proud because they went through a vetting process. But it is kind of heartbreaking to see them like time after time, just sort of get totally spammed under all of the other ones. Yeah, um, I watch, I follow um the BBC and their Eurovision coverage. I actually watch um the. BBC coverage of uh, Eurovision when it's on and they hype their artists so much that it's it's just heartbreaking to see the artists like in the bomb five um, last year um, you can see you can hear how um, sad and devastated um, Graham Norton was when um, he found out or Figured out that the um, UK was going to be in last place. Um, 
he backed um, Michael R- Rice so much. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, it's tough all around because everyone sends something that either they really enjoy or that they hope is going to do well. Yeah. So, there's always got to be somebody who loses a contest. Someone has to get last place. And I, I know it's a contest and someone has to get last place. No one, not everyone is a winner. Um, but when you been in last place or covering around last place for like the past 10 years that's rough yep um Serena was almost like that um but they 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 knew that they needed to sub up their game they knew that they had to get um songs that were more modern um and they did and then they won two times um in the past 10 years um with uh euphoria so maybe they have to have um the writer of, of uh your euphoria to write their song with his luxurious hair. Yeah. Yes. Well, um, I I don't know, because clearly the UK has put a lot of thought into why they're not doing particularly well. But I, I think maybe one of the biggest things that we don't see is uh, they don't have a lot of public input. So I think this is a conclusion we had reached in a previous episode that maybe they should have the public have more input on what they send forward. Well, they had... Uh... A national final where the public voted on the song and artist uh, for the past three years, and all every in the past three years they got bomb five all three years. So, or somebody needs to put forth better songs. I don't know. I don't know what UK's problem is. <laughs> but yeah, it is. It's a super bummer that they're going through such a dry spell when it comes to Eurovision. Yeah, there's not much else to be done. I don't, I don't know. And you, if you want uh, us to uh, continue talking about uh, you, the, the uh, UK and Eurovision, check out our uh, third episode where we uh, analyze all, all the uh, songs and all of um, past fifty years of a uh, UK in Eurovision. Yeah, right now we're just talking in circles of um, yeah. basically what we covered there. So apologies. Yeah, we're um, filling time. But um, next week or in two weeks, we will have all the songs for Eurovision. And hopefully we will have a, um, a favorite in the bookie in the um, betting gods. And we will after next week or... In two weeks, we will start reviewing all the songs sent to the 2020 Eurovision Song Contest that is held in uh, in the Netherlands and is in Rotterdam. I'm saying it wrong, but I don't care. So that this is our goodbye now. Bye. Bye. <laughs>